Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women, a podcast that provides a platform for women of all walks of life to share their upbringings, life lessons learned, experiences, and journeys to come. Uncommon Women speaks on topics that can relate to all women. We share, we listen, we laugh, we cry, and we empower each other to be the best uncommon woman that they can be. Ultimately, we are cultivating a global movement of women supporting women. Women supporting entrepreneurship, relationships, self-love, and so much more. We inspire each other to make an impact on this world for the better. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Uncommon Women. Now, finally, grab a seat, get comfortable, and hear from your wonderful host, Shanira and Jenny Lee. Hi, kins and queens. Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women. I'm Shanira. And I'm Jenny Lee. And today we have an amazing guest speaker that's going to come up with us in just a moment um, to share her testimony in regards to, you know, being in the wrong relationship and being able to just let it go. Um, as women, you know, it's hard for us to um, let certain situations go, especially when we're in love. Uh, but today we have an amazing guest speaker. She has an MBA um, from Stryer University and her bachelor's degree in mass communications. Um, she's from uh, from Virginia Commonwealth University. Uh, she's been a pageant judge and her writing has been published in several platforms. So I'm super excited, including Essence magazines. Um, she's been featured on Dr. Joe's uh, Vital, The Secret Mirror, and she's also a podcast owner. So <laughs> That's the podcast owner, <laughs> uh, the host of Queens Don't Settle. So thank you so much, Radisha, for uh, Queen Beach for coming on today and being a part of Uncommon Women. Thank you, Queen. I'm happy to be here. I'm with my fellow Queens. Hello. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. So. Um, I'm actually uh, a poet, um, an author, um, international speaker. I'm a pageant girl. Um, what else? I'm a writer, of course. Um, and I'm actually a forex trader as well. Oh, okay. Nice. And how did you get into being a pageant judge? So pageantry came in my sort of later teens. Um, I actually did a modeling school and I think they probably got my name from the modeling school. And <laughs> I think that kind of started my, my pageantry life mm -hmm. and journey. Yeah. Okay. And do you enjoy doing that as well? I do. I do. You know, Every just like every industry has its ups and downs, you know. Right. We know that pageantry has um, has some some negative stereotypes mm -hmm. to it, um, but I can only speak to my experience, and I would say that I still believe in pageantry um, and how it can help girls, you know, like their speaking skills, um, really kind of overcome some fears, um, mm -hmm. you know, get out in the community, um, really kind of grow, you know, as a woman. I, I think there are some positive aspects um, to pageantry, despite what you might hear sometimes. Right. Um, it's not all bad. <laughs> not all bad. That's, that's good to hear because, you know, we do get 
a whole bunch of negativity in regards to the pageants and thing behind closed door. I think that may also came from like the reality show that they had going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's good yeah. to get a, a second opinion from someone that's hands on yeah. in regards to that. Knock on wood. I, I haven't <laughs> had that, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, we all don't experience different things, but I would say sort right. of overall, um, no, I would have to say overall, my experience has been, has been well. That's good. Good, good. So before we get into, uh, No More Broken, uh, your book and, you know, your testimony in regards to being in a relationship and just being able to leave, you know, when you knew it was time to leave, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how was your life growing up? Sure. Um, so I'm actually a British born Jamaican American. Oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I know, right? I, right? I know. But um, <laughs> so my family is originally from New York, um, okay. Poughkeepsie, New York, which is upstate, like an hour outside of the city. Um, but growing up for me was fun. Like we we come from the generation that we were outside. Okay, uh-huh. we were not right. inside playing yeah. video games <laughs> all day. Like we were outside. You know, of course. We had to make sure that we came in and took off our school clothes first Mm -hmm. and then change into the other clothes, right? (laughs) Uh, So it was fun. I mean, we lived, the way it was set up, like it was us and then like a block over was my grandmother and then like the other block was my aunt. So So your family was close in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like really fun being outside, being mischievous, of course, but I'm just saying, you know, we, we grew up having fun. Yeah. That's, That's great. <laughs> so let's get into your relationship and um, your testimony in regards to that. Can you just take us back on how things were going and, you know, if you guys were going to take it all the way and get marriage possibly or have any children and, you know, <laughs> you know, that fairy tale that women all typically have when it yeah. was how, yeah. how How was your experience in regards to that? Sure, the fairy tale. Oh my gosh, kill it us. Kill it us. Um, you know, so I was engaged about a decade ago, um, or at least it was a decade ago as to when it was dismantled. Um, okay. You know, good guy. Um, I never take that away from him. Um, Husband material, but what I had to learn was that good does not equal right. Okay. Mm. And I think that we, as women, you know, we we have sort of this romanticized view of love and relationships when we see stuff on the TV and the movies. And then, of course, you bring in the fairy tales, Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast and Snow White and the the Dwarfs people, you know, back back in the back in the day for my my old school people. Um, So when you kind of put all of those pieces together, um, unfortunately, you know, I think it just, it causes women sometimes to romanticize love and relationships in a way that's not necessarily healthy. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not really in a way that kind of puts her in the driving seat. Right. You know, it kind of, it kind of that conditioning puts us in the being chosen by a man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we actually, let's see, we were together six and a half years. Um, oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, six and a half years. We were, I think we got engaged 
maybe a year, maybe 15 months or so, you know, after we started, uh, after we became official. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's how we're conditioned, you know, we, we want to get married and we, uh, that day comes when, when a man proposes to you, you know, and you just, I'm not saying anything wrong, but it's just sort of the conditioning altogether. You kind of get caught up in that sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and what that means is sometimes you're not actually compatible, right? You're not mm -hmm. actually compatible with the person. Um, you know, I, of course, did not have the consciousness or awareness that I do now back then, right? Because um, clearly if I had the consciousness that I do now, um, that relationship probably would have ended a lot sooner. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am in no way, I'm not upset. I'm um, really grateful, you know, for us, you know, coming together and um, what it taught me about myself. Uh, like I said, he's a good guy. I, I, I'm not here to mail bash. I don't believe in that, you know, mm -hmm. but I am going to speak from my perspective. Um, and we just, we just weren't aligned. Um, there came a time and I can't tell you exactly which year, but there came a time where we became misaligned. Um, we just weren't, we did not desire the same lifestyles. You know, we weren't really uh, necessarily growing together. Um, you know, I would say, I, I do recall saying like, well, I'm not moving backwards, but I'm also not moving forwards. You see what I mean? So I'm, I'm stagnant. And that's still not a good place to be, mm -hmm. uh, you know. So again, it it's it's not bad. It's just so at some point you have to look within yourself um, and and do the inner work to figure out, you know, how you got here and kind of what needs to happen from here. And it's not easy. Um, it, it's not easy because again, how women are conditioned with the fairy tales and kind of to, it's almost just to say the epitome of womanhood, you know, is to get married, you know, or to be in a relationship. And so when you have that kind of conditioning, that might be very difficult for a woman to navigate. And for me, I feel that's how it was. It was, it was, I didn't know how to navigate that. I could, I could feel it um, because I was growing in my consciousness and awareness, but I still didn't a hundred percent really know how to navigate that. Um, and it, it just, it last, it, it kind of went on a little longer than it probably should have until, you know, I got to that point where it was like, I can't do this anymore. Like within myself, like I cannot do this anymore. And I think that's when things kind of shifted from there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you feel um, in the sense when, you know, not necessarily going through the motions, because obviously you guys were engaged about 15 months after and then still was together for a long period of time. Did you did you go through emotions or a breaking point in your life where you was like, I just want more. Love is not enough. And, you know, maybe an aha moment like, you know, I love him, but maybe he's not the one that I need to marry. You know, yes, because. One, I will say love is not enough. Okay. 
Ladies, love is not enough. Right, okay. <laughs> like, again, romanticizing stuff. Like, all these, you know, reading the romance novels and all these mm -hmm. movies that we watch. Listen, we need to come back to reality. Like, real life here. Not the idea of it, but, like, the reality of it. And love is not enough. You know, I posted... Uh, let me see. I think it was November 2021. And I posted something on my Instagram, well, on Facebook too, but um, it is something that says something to the effect of like, you know, love is not enough. You need to talk about financial expectations. You need to talk about parenting mm -hmm. styles. You need to talk about sexual expectations. Mm -hmm. You need to talk about yeah. political views. You need to talk about, you know, everything under the sun it's like right yeah it's not it like that alone is not it because it doesn't pay the bills <laughs> it doesn't pay the bills okay. hello hello right i wish you would a bill collector calls you're like oh but we're in but love. i love the case <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. right uh, i'm gonna need that green stuff is she serious <laughs> like right. So that's what I'm saying. Like we 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 need to we need to just like come back down to reality, come back down to earth and get out of this like fantasy world because it's kind of fantasy. Fairy tale is like it's fantasy, it's not reality, you know. And I understand that that's there to kind of escape reality, but we're living in reality, you know. And so no, lo love is not enough. Um I even remember like doing um, an exercise where you write down all of the good things, you know, about your partner, um, you know, like a grad, almost like say a gratitude journal for your partner, right. you write down all the good things you love about them. And I did that. And I did that like more than once. And it would, I guess, work for the time being, right. you know, <laughs> and then I would kind of get back to the same spot of feeling how I felt, you know? And so clearly it's like something is off here. Something is just not congruent. Something's not right. Um, and I don't know what I'm, you know, how to, how to kind of deal with that. Um, but I could feel it, you know, and I know there's women that they can feel it. Like you're, you're in it and you can feel it. And it's like, yeah, you're denying it sometimes. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and I would tell any woman, don't don't deny what's coming up for you, honey. Um, but I, I did. I did the gratitude and it just worked. And then it just came back. I was still coming back to the same place. And so I think that's how I knew, like, something's not right, because even the gratitude exercise ain't working. Mm. So it was like a do with that. Go ahead, Jenny. It was like a temporary fix in the relationship. Like. You're you're writing these gratitudes and it's working nice it's working nicely and fine and dandy and and you're just like and then that whole feeling comes back again where it just is like this is still off and then yeah. it was like probably a repeating cycle until you're like okay you have to like get to a point where you have to like realize the real awareness to it like yeah. all right this is off I gotta do something else. I got to figure out the solution to what's really going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, women, we have the gift of intuition, you know, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it, if, if it's, if we're really taught how to use that or 
you know, if we're really conditioned to really listen to it, uh, but we have the gift of intuition. And when those things come up for us, like we can't ignore it. Like yeah, we, we can't, that's our inner compass, right. our inner guidance, mm -hmm. and it knows something, you know, but I know a lot of times mm -hmm. we just miss the red flags because we want to yep. be all in love, mm -hmm. you know? And we ignore it, we end up staying longer in the relationship than exactly. what we should. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. That's so true. That's so true. And that inner guidance is there for a reason. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, it's there. You you heard the voice. Oh, you yes. heard it. That's what you chose to ignore it. <laughs> apply it. That's what that was. Right. Oh, you heard it. You heard it. Oh, you heard that. That is that so voice, true. Huh? That is so yeah. true. Being as though that you you know, um, would you consider your um ex fiance a healthy relationship? I, I think that's a well, you know what? I wouldn't say it was unhealthy, but I would I would say I would say it was misaligned. Mm, I would say it was okay. misaligned. I like that. Because okay. we weren't we weren't like, you know, toxic and bad and you know, like these situationships nowadays. No. Right. No. Right. We were no, we were pretty solid, pretty solid. Um you know, no crazy issues like that. Um, but I just think we have some some distinct differences in terms of how we want to live our lives, mindset, um, you know, growth. Um, you know, I'm I'm someone, as you imagine, um, that's very much into personal growth and development. Right. Um, and so that's something that's important to me. And what I will say is if you're in a relationship and one person is moving forward, you know, and maybe the other person is not, whether they're comfortable or they're just not moving forward or, or don't have the desire to, like, that's okay. But the person that is into the growth and that wants to move forward is not required to sit and wait, you know, for the other person. Um, so I would just say, you know, there, there clearly became a disconnect, uh, okay. a disconnect yeah. because, you know, I went, um, I ended up, you know, going back to school, which was, you know, of course, initially it was just for the, I started out with the executive graduate certificate okay. uh, in which the queen got like a 4.0 on that. Hello. Yes. And then from there, I decided to go back and kind of do the entire program for the MBA. You know, so I, I was moving forward. I was, you know, investing in myself. You know, when you go back to school, you're learning new things. Right. You increase. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're elevating yourself. Um, and so I'm just saying sometimes if the other person is is not in reality, it's going to cause a disconnect somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, yeah. basically it's holding you back. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it just it happens. And, you know, I even called I called my mother, um, <laughs> which I, I wrote in the No More Broken Records book. Uh, and I called her, if not maybe every week or every two weeks, if not every every week about the same thing. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because it's again, we're not talking about some floozy guy here. Right. It's um, a good guy, but you, you mm-hmm. want more. You want right. more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, she, I remember her saying, you know, listen, he's, I, I, I think he's a great guy, but I just think you two are in separate places right now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he's like, you just went back, you know, went back to school and you're getting your degree and like you're doing different things. I just, I just think you guys are in different places and that's okay. Right. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't, <laughs> she's just like, I need you to stop calling me until you <laughs> make a decision. I'm so serious. Like, right. <laughs> said, I need you to stop calling me until you make a decision because you know what you sound like a broken record. Mm. Exactly. So she was like, wow. don't call me until you make a decision. Goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's, I think the part of it too is that he was good. Mm-hmm. Again, going back mm-hmm. to the good guy. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, how can I feel that way when it's a good guy? It's not like it's some idiot out here, like what it's we hear, like, you know, the news. Right? Yeah. Like, right? So it's guy. like, how is, how is this not working? It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and I think that's kind of a part that I struggled with. Um, and so that's why I said, you know, of course, fast forwarding now, having done all the work that I have on myself, recognizing that good does not equal right and doesn't equal compatible for mm-hmm. you. Right. And that brings up uh, one of the next questions that I had for you. Um, Being as though you see yourself elevating and, you know, you have this good guy. It's just you guys aren't aligned. Did you ever feel as though, you know, just trying to look further into the future that you may have made a mistake? Or um, did you ever feel as though, like, maybe he's just not where he needs to be and that you need to push him to be where he wants to be for it to work? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Um, I don't think I was thinking that back then. Okay. Um, I'll tell you that where I'm at now, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the sort of birthing a guy. I don't. I don't believe right. a woman is supposed to That's birth. Mm-hmm. A guy. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I don't believe in coddling him. I don't believe in mothering him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not here. We're not here. I don't believe we're here to birth him. Right. Um, there's a difference in someone who comes, who has, you know, a vision, who has a plan. There's tangible evidence of that. Okay. And then, you know, the queen comes in and I can see that. And it's like, okay. And, and let me give you an example, because imagine, and, and this is something I do remember at that time, you know, not trying to put him on blast or anything, um, but I'm just going to give you an example, a vision board. I'm, I like vision boards. I have several vision boards, and it's not my job to do a vision board for you. It's your vision, right? right. So there's an energy in cutting out, you know, the pictures in a magazine, going to the store to get the magazines and then cutting the pictures out, you know, going to buy the materials, right? That's what you should be doing. Like Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be doing that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you go and you get all the materials, you cut your stuff out and you're at the point where you're ready to put it together, 
can you now come to me, your help meet, and say, hey, I've done all the work. Can you help me put the vision right. together? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Because you've already done all of the other work. work. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not coming to do all of that. That's supposedly your vision. You need to handle that part. And yeah. now when it comes to the part, can I, can I help you put it together? Absolutely. Let me tell you here. You might want to organize it here and do this and do that. Like I'm, because of course I want to see you succeed, right? right. We're women that of course we're going to help the guy. Of course we are going to go hard for you and be there for you. But like, I'm not here to birth you. Like I'm not your mother and you're not my child. Come on. Right. So girl, preach it. Yeah. So no, I, I don't necessarily, I don't regret my decision. I mean, I don't think I would be here had I not made the decision that I did uh, as hard as it was like, oh my gosh. Um, you know, I, I, I'll say that we're still cool. You know, we're still cool. Um, and I know that he's, I think, you know, he's in a different place in his life and, uh, you know, I don't know specifics, but you know, from what I've seen, I, I think he's doing okay. Um, but do I regret the decision? No. I mean, that's something women need to trust themselves with. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to that inner voice and you take a step, uh, you know, step into your authentic power or you take that leap of faith, you love yourself enough to walk away, right? You have to trust yourself in that. And you have to also trust that God or the universe, the divine, whatever you call that, is going to to help you, you know, navigate it from there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all the things that I've done since walking away from that, like, please. <laughs> please. No. No. So before you decided to leave, uh, how did you bring up the conversation to him? How did he feel? Was he shocked? Like, was there any way that he, or was it just fully mutual on both sides? You know, we have a conversation. Um, I think he could kind of feel it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it gets to atmosphere a too, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> and, and I mean, when you're with someone, especially if you're living together and, you know, like, I'll say like, say a a little bit of the affection kind of starts to wane a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's almost sometimes kind of like, you're just, you're there. Like, yeah, maybe you're not in love anymore, but you're there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think it was any shock. Um, You know, I do remember we were sitting on the couch and yeah, I mean, we had the conversation. It, it wasn't like, of course, like this great, wonderful conversation, but it didn't go, I would say, as horrible as it could have. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it didn't go as horrible as it could have. I think naturally after the dissolution of it, you know, there's some some tension, of course. This is yeah. your natural breakup tension. Um, but, you know, that that eventually would subside. So. It, it, we had to have the conversation. I mean, I had moved out, moved into my own place. Okay. Um, and and something I want to add to that is, in being in that space, um, what I did, uh, which which it's kind of interesting how it all worked out. Um, 
but I want to share this just, just for the women because when I was there, um, I had started to, in listening to the inner voice and finally making a decision, right? Um, I ended up, you know, going to look for some uh, apartments. Um, he, at the time, he didn't know, um, but I went to go look for some apartments and, you know, putting out the right energy and trusted that, like, of course, if it was in alignment, it would, like, work itself out. Right. Law of attraction, right? Yeah. So um, I end up going, it was like, I went to this seminar and I kid you not, the, the speaker at the seminar said, in a relationship, two people either grow together or they grow apart. Mm. And that was like- That was confirmation, girl. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. And this is, this is like two months before I end up, you know, moving into my place. So I come back from the seminar and- Immediately, of course, start looking for the places. I narrow it down to like the top two. I go check out this place. And the woman who was there was in the exact same situation that I was. Wow. Okay. Exact same situation. And when she's, um, she asked me, you know, that, you know, for the reference and about him. And I told her, I was like, you know, he doesn't know I'm here. And she was just like, I'm in the same situation you are. Oh, honey, I got you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make sure, you know, I got you. I'm going to take care of it. Don't, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she said, everybody who had come to that particular apartment, it didn't work out for. Mm-hmm. Nobody. She said, nobody. She said, everybody that's come here, something, somehow it didn't work. She said, but you, it just it just worked out. Perfect. It was for you because it was yeah. for me because it was for me and it, it was in alignment. Alignment, right? Yes. It was in alignment. We needed we needed to separate. Period. Okay. So, uh, it, so much so that like even when I moved into to my own place, uh, she and I when I say literally in the same situation, the furniture company. Um, I had like everything from my bedroom set except for like the mirror or the dresser. Mm-hmm. The same rental woman helping me out. She was like, you too? I have everything except for that too. <laughs> I swear. I swear. So talk about the synchronicity. Right. right? Um, so yeah. So this is what I just, this is why I'm very big on alignment. I'm very, very big on congruency, you know, being in alignment because things kind of mesh together. Like it just, when it's right and it's aligned, it just, it just kind of works. Right. I didn't have to struggle for that. Like it just, it was literally just, there was a flow to it. Right. Nothing perfect, but there's, there was a flow to it. And so, you know, when you're in that type of situation or a relationship, if it's, if it's unfortunately at the point where, yeah, it's, you're going to have to separate just, I think women need to love themselves enough to yes, walk away and make that decision, you know, but also if that's really right, trust me, like stuff is going to like work out for you. Like it will, if you, if you put out the right energy, you know, it's the right intention because it's not like, it's bad. It's just the reality is we're just not aligned anymore. Right. You right. know, 
it, it has to, something has to manifest out of that. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's some good points. And I think because, not to say all, but I, I believe that there's a lot of uh, relationships that women do stay in for all the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. And thankfully that your relationship wasn't, not necessarily unhealthy, but it was just to a point where you just grew apart. Yeah. Um, people that may be in toxic relationships, may be um, going through stress or suffering in a different different type of way. What can we do, um, myself, you know, Queen Dash and Jenny Lee, what can we do um, to give other women some, you know, key points in regards to finding peace? Like me personally, I feel as though, is if if it's not right in your spirit, you gotta walk away. You know, yeah. it, it's not healthy and it's it's a burden over your energy. I'm an energy person. So anything if it's affecting you in a negative way and you're not prospering just like you with your alignment, yeah. um it's it's definitely time to let go. Queen Dish, what can you what advice can you give to a woman that may be in a toxic situation where she's stressed or suffering? So the first thing I would probably uh, tell her, of course, is to like acknowledge how you feel. I don't want a woman to deny that truth. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Don't deny it. Like you cannot change what you're not willing to acknowledge. Yeah. Okay? And not change what you're not willing to acknowledge. Um, so acknowledge kind of how you're feeling. Um, don't deny it. And I would say one thing I know I did um, was start meditating um, using guided meditations. You know, YouTube University is full of stuff that <laughs> no, YouTube University. YouTube <laughs> University. Um, you know, you I, I started with the guided meditations. Um, of course, they're very big on affirmations. Okay. Yes. Very big on that. So using affirmations um as well. Like I, I think a woman, you need to do something positive. Like you need to do something that kind of brings you joy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you can find, like, see if you can find a new hobby. You know, so many women have put so many things on the back burner, right? Things that they like to do, you know, for for uh, different reasons, a myriad of reasons. But you know, find something that actually you like to do because if you find that, it'll take the attention away, you know, from kind of all the stress and stuff. Mm -hmm. If you really dive into that new hobby and put all your attention and focus on it, it can kind of, you know, offset some of that, that stress um, mm -hmm. for you. Um, the other thing, you know, I'd really just say, again, acknowledge where you are. Um, don't deny anything and accept where you are because you want to be mm -hmm. present. Um, but you also have to remember that what you focus on expands. Right. And what yeah. you focus on expands. And so if your thoughts, you know, and your words are very negative towards yourself, you know, even mm -hmm. um, you're beating yourself up um, and everything's negative, then you're going to get like more of that. Um, so I would tell a woman to definitely be a little bit more mindful of how she's, she's thinking 
um, but also definitely how she's speaking because right. words have power. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I would want her to speak what she wants into existence, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if the relationship is, is not where, you know, she wants it to be, um, I would, uh, in doing that, I would say not necessarily just for that relationship, but do sort of in general. So not to say, because he may not be right for you, you may not be right for him, okay? Mm-hmm. And I understand you're, you know, you're trying to do all the right things, but sometimes- <laughs> yeah. You do that. Yeah. yeah. You try and yeah, I did the, listen, I did the gratitude, I swear. It did mm-hmm. work because we weren't right. <laughs> so at some point, like, okay, you, what I think you should do is rather than like cater it to the current relationship, write it out for the relationship of your dreams. Yeah. Speak what you want into existence for like your ideal soulmate. Okay. So if what you say and what you write down, if he who you're with is that, then it'll, it'll work out. But if he is not that, no, honey, the energy is going to dissipate. It's going to like, you're going to probably feel the disconnect because you have written down and you have spoken and affirmed what you want. And so now the universe has got to, is trying to bring that to you and you still over here with this fool. No, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work like that. So, uh, you know, if she's really, yeah, if she's, if she's stressed, definitely acknowledge where you are, honey, you know, don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Hello. We've all been there. Okay. Um, Don't deny what you're feeling. See if you can find, you know, something that brings you a lot of joy, you know, brings you peace, makes you happy. And then dive into that. You know, if there's a new hobby, you know, a new skill you can learn, kind of put your energy and focus into that to kind of offset, you know, the stress that you might be feeling. Um, and then be mindful of your thoughts and be mindful of your words and, and how you're speaking to yourself, um, you know, and and when I said write it down, I kind of also suggest in addition to the affirmations and the maybe the guided meditations is writing it down in a journal because there's power in writing stuff down as well. Yeah, you brought up a good point because I see a lot of people, mm-hmm. men and women, I can't even say just women, but I see a lot of people are codependent on the relationship. Yeah, that too. have a hobby. They don't yeah. have anything outside of their Yeah. So I think it's great that you mentioned, you know, pick a hobby or pick a passion that you Mm -hmm. have. Something else. Find your happiness because uh, a relationship Mm -hmm. just shouldn't be the only thing that just brings you happiness. Just like love is not the only thing to keep you. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my gosh. And 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 it's like you said, like you just lose your individual. You lose your individual self in that because you're giving and giving and giving and. You're just like, okay. And then even towards the end of the relationship, sometimes you have to like, you have to like step back and be like, okay, who am I? Because Mm -hmm. you've given this person so much and then you're completely lost because you're like, okay, well, what is my identity? You know, then that's like, you have to go, you have to grieve the relationship because you walked away from it. Cause then you get to a point that, you know, you, you get to understanding what well, I deserve better and I want more for myself. Yes. Then you have to figure out who you are as a person again, right. all over again, because the things that you were doing, you put, you put so much time invested into the relationship 
that you're thinking, well, these are the things that I thought I liked really weren't the things that you really didn't like to do. Yeah, a lot of women do that. They, I mean, we lose ourselves in relationships. But again, I mean, can we blame ourselves? No, because that's no. how we're conditioned. We're, yes. we're conditioned with that, you know, the two kids and the the white picket fence, you know, right. yeah. the dog, yeah. all by 30. <laughs> so, you know, that becomes kind of a, a, a life goal for some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much so that like, they don't unfortunately invest in themselves and pour into themselves in any way. Their whole mantra and whole mindset is like, I have to get married. I have to have somebody, right. which is, which is mm-hmm. really sad, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you, you definitely need to, to find who you are, kind of get back to you. A relationship is a beautiful thing. Love is a beautiful thing when it's right, but yeah, it should exactly. not be your whole, like you should not be at least from, uh, my perspective, I don't think you should be idolizing relationships right. and marriage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not idolizing it. No. It's not and the end it all like that. more than just the marriage. You know, after you have the wedding, after you have the ceremony, you have mm-hmm. the I know. honeymoon. It's, it's, you still have to work on your yep. marriage. Exactly. Yep, you have it to. Just, Every day. It doesn't just, mm-hmm. okay, we're married. Now everything's going to be happily ever. No. no it it happily happen. ever after, honey. After <laughs> <laughs> the fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get stuck in those fairy tales. And a lot of work. Yeah, and we end up just being stuck in these toxic, abusive, absolutely, uh, you know, domestic violence relationships. And you know, as me coming from one, I know I stayed longer, knowing I know I should have left but didn't. And I know there's women that have gone through the same thing as as myself, and relationships like you both have as well. Sometimes, you know. I've met, I have stayed because I thought I could change him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think That's a lot of women, special. we try to, we, we sometimes, not all, but sometimes we believe that, you know, I think a lot of people don't know the difference between a project versus supporting. Yep. Hello. Mm-hmm. Here you go, girl. <laughs> we can't be everybody's project. We can't be everyone's assignment, especially with men. But also, there's a difference from supporting your man versus trying to raise him. Yep. In other words, build it. What didn't we just talk about this earlier? Birthing yes. him. You're yep. not birthing yep. you. <laughs> That's not our job to birth you. You're not my child. <laughs> no. I, like, the build a bear workshop is over, honey. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Listen, it's hard hard enough trying to work on yourself and constantly be doing the inner work on yourself. There's no way you expect me to come birth and baby you. Like, I don't think so. Like, we're adults here. You, you, mm -mm. I'm sorry. That's just, that's not my ministry. I'm sorry. That's that's great. Um, Let's speak on that. So, you know, we get into these relationships, women, and men, they lose their self and they, they change in a way where it's like, how did I get here? What is some things that you think, well, let me ask you this. Do you believe that uh, your mental and your physical well-being can be changed being in the wrong relationship? Uh, yeah. And I'll say that because if you think of, you know, the, the law of association, right? You're, you're the sum of the five closest people you hang around. Mm-hmm. So your energy is affected 
his energy is affected by you and vice versa. So a bad relationship, you know, a bad experience, of course, that's going to, to impact you. Like bad relationships or toxic relationships, they can affect your, your self-esteem. I mean, women get depressed. I mean, there's there's so many things to that. Um, I know there's a study, um, and I think it was on, I want to say Forbes, um, an article I saw on Forbes. Um, and they were talking about how like the effects of mental health kind of go beyond uh the effects of a bad relationship go beyond just bad feelings right Right, you're talking about it could even affect your your weight you know you physically Mm -hmm. um i think it said hold on i think it's the study found that in a negative relationship um i think women women have like a higher risk of like heart like a heart risk or something like that mm-hmm. just just from being in like a, a bad toxic relationship so you wow. are you are at a higher risk to like have a heart attack mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. can can it affect you of course it can and you you have to really you have to really pay attention to that because i believe um in what i heard i heard from les brown right Okay. Um, and Les Brown, he's a motivational speaker, well well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he talked about relational illness. Okay, relational mm-hmm. illness. And I wrote about it in a blog back in 2017. And uh, I put three things that you may be in like an unhealthy relationship. And the very first one, the very first bullet was illness. You know, being sick, what helped stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not feeling good. Imagine something as simple as like, I mean, are you even happy to go home when you when you're you know on your way to the house? Like, are you even happy on your way home, knowing you're you know going to be with whoever your partner is? Um, and I say that because I remember for me, I was driving home one day and I literally got to the stop sign and I swear to you, like my chest got so heavy, like it, it did. And that was like another indicator for me, like again, something is like off here mm-hmm. because I should not be feeling that like in my chest like that. And relational illness, what he, the example that uh, Les Brown gave was that there was a woman and I'm paraphrasing here, um, but there was a woman who every year she had to get surgery in the relationship, oh, wow. the, the bad relationship that she was in Clearly, they were not right for each other. Every year, she had to get a surgery. As soon as as soon as she left him, she didn't have to get those surgery no more. Relational wow. illness. Mm-hmm. Okay, who you are with affects you. Listen, you're we again. We have we have intuition. We are beautiful souls in in, in these human bodies, and in our I, I believe like we can pick up our spirit can pick right, up right. on certain things. Yeah, we sure can. Okay. And so, no, like you're here, you're sitting here getting sick every so often, maybe because of the person you're with, your spirit is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, this is not congruent energy here. Something right. is, it's just mm-hmm. not right. And that's why you're constantly getting sick. Wow. We had a comment from one of our viewers, which I totally agree. She said, uh, chemical imbalances your physical body. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely affects you. I mean, to say that, like, you might have, you know, 
uh, you're at risk for possibly a heart attack. I mean, come on, that's that's huge. A heart attack, depression, low self-esteem, having a very poor self-image. I mean, it's it this is why it's imperative, ladies. I mean, we we have to love ourselves enough and and do the inner work to heal ourselves so yeah. we make better choices because oh, it's it's very unhealthy to stay in something that's not right for you. Yeah, it is. Especially with the potential of having a shorter lifespan. Like, no. you, know, you really got to think about it. You got to think about yeah. decisions that you're making just, just to be in a relationship. And if it's affecting your well-being, it, it, it's probably not the right one. It's not worth it. No. Life is sometimes, short already. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes we're so blinded with love that we're just making a lot of misjudgments on our decisions. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any woman to feel bad. You know, that's, no. that is not my intention because we all have made mistakes. Hello, mm -hmm. everyone. And, and this is a part of the journey. We're learning and we're growing. And, you know, I just believe in progression. I'm not interested in perfection because it doesn't exist, you know, but at some point you gotta, I mean, you should be doing the self-reflection and the introspection so you're not making the same mistakes, right? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. going from one relationship to another relationship without any type of break, you know, always sort of looking for this validation and someone to fill the void, you need to fill that void with your self-love. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. To fill that void with you first. Stop looking for him to come make you happy. Take care mm -hmm. of you first. And then yeah. he'll, you know, it's, it's that saying, like, follow the love. Like, you follow your purpose and then love finds you. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's get into some of that stuff. You, you wrote two books, um, No More Broken Records and Queens Don't Settle. How did you get into your purpose of wanting to write the books and, um, where did your passion come from in regards to both of your books? Sure. Um, so I am a writer. When I was younger, when they asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> I wanted to be a writer. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to be a writer. So um, I, I knew kind of at some point that would probably happen, especially since I would enter um, writing contests and I used to enter like poetry contests. Um, my poetry would be, I would send off my poetry into those anthologies and stuff. Oh, wow. That's yeah, good. yeah. I, I wish I knew where they were. I have no idea. Where they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of nice, but yes, my poetry is like in an anthology somewhere in this world. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, I, I pretty much, I, I asked God. I, I remember exactly where I was and where I was sitting, you know, and I just asked God, you know, what, what can I give the women? Mm. And the book came, um, the No More Broken Records book came um, from responding to, and I think it was like an ad or something um, for, they were looking for like first time authors. And I responded to that. And it's through that process that, you know, No More Broken Records came. But like, I already knew from even when I was in the relationship Mm -hmm. Um, I knew like that, that was, it was going to be somehow affiliated with like, not sounding like a broken record or some type right. of broken record. I knew. So when that opportunity came, I jumped on it, um, for that. And that's how that got published. Mm -hmm. However, for Queens Don't Settle, I was actually at 
work at a, in a job in the past. Okay. And I was sitting at the desk and I, I remember, and I was like, okay, what else, like, what else can I give them? And it like instantly hit me. Mm. It was like, he said, do a poetry book. And I was like, you know what? Okay. You know, you can talk okay. about <laughs> Right. I swear. And I was like, gosh, Scott, that's good. Okay. So um, that's kind of how, how that came about. I literally asked that, asked the question, you know, I asked the question and I got the download. I got the divine download to do the poetry book, um, which I have a first and a second and a second edition. Um, mm -hmm. And which I know I didn't mention it, but uh, I actually have a compliment to the Queens Don't Settle, which is Kings Don't Settle. I have I have the same type oh, of poetry nice. book nice. for the men. Yes. That's amazing. So you've been writing for a long time. Um, is is writing your your therapy uh, before you actually started the books? You know, I think it is. I think it is definitely a, a form of expression for me. Um, mm -hmm. I have a way with words. Um, I just, I have a way with words and I can just somehow easily come up with something. Um, even when I'm not trying, I'll, I swear, I'll say something and like, <laughs> it'll rhyme. And I'll just be like, wait, what in the heck? <laughs> I swear, and so and that is such a gift that God has. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't even rhyme anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm a creative. I would say I'm a creative. Um, I'm very much into the performing arts. So mm -hmm. I just think creative expression is kind okay. of my thing. So whether it's the writing or the dancing, um, okay. or like at some point you know, turning my poetry into songs, like some something in that sort of realm um, is, is what kind of is in my spirit. In your spirit, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So you wrote uh, Queens Don't Settle, Kings Don't Settle, uh, No More Broken, Broken Records. Records. Can you tell us a little bit about that one as well? Because I know that the both Kings and Queens is poets. Um, uh, can you give us a little summary about uh, No More Broken Records and how that can, um, correlate with someone else's uh life being and where we can actually find your information where we can look up sure um so yes the kings and the queens books are their poetry empowerment books okay. um, and they are available on amazon um, you can also go to my website, uh, I have one which is nomorebrokenrecords.com. Um, you can do the link tree for the No More Broken Records. Um, I also, at this time, I still have queensdontsettle.com. Mm -hmm. um, so between all of them, you can find it, but the books are on Amazon. No More Broken Records, um, that book is more so the self-help book. Um, mm -hmm. That's not a poetry book, you know, that's definitely you know, talking about the principles of like awareness and clarity. Um, I talk about, of course, the relationship um, and where, you know, I've mentioned, you know, what my mother said, um, I go a little bit, I provide a little bit more information about that um, in the book. Um, but all in all, my intention for them is empowerment. You know, yes. I want women, I want us to be empowered. I want us to put ourselves first and, and love ourselves because we have some poor poor conditioning and it's called and that conditioning you know has caused us to make some really 
unfavorable decisions, you know, and not putting ourselves first and settling, sometimes taking the first thing that comes along, idolizing relationships, idolizing marriage as if our worth is defined by our relationship status, and it's not. There's more to life than male attention, and there's more to life than becoming somebody's wife. I'm all for it, but there's more to life than that, I promise you. Right. Thank you so much, Deej, for uh, your words and praying that someone would take heed to your words this evening because they are powerful. Because, you know, we as women, like you said, we are conditioned. And sometimes we always aren't conditioned in the right way when we're in a bad situation. And, you know, our feelings and our, our esteem just affects us in so many ways that sometimes we're so clouded by it, we don't even know at the moment and and thank you so much for coming on but i have a question for you (laughs) (laughs) it's a question we ask all our guest speakers okay what makes you uncommon what makes me uncommon (laughs) (laughs) you know i would say the fact that i have done as much work that I have on myself, which of course is ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that, I can march to the beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need the validation like that. Um, you know, it's, we, we live in a world where they want us to shrink and to minimize and to mm-hmm. conform. And so if you try to, you know, not do that, they want to ostracize you for that, you know? So what makes me uncommon? I am that needle in a haystack that's rare uh, and willing to, to march to the beat of my own drum and just, you know, fulfill my purpose in my own way, on my own terms, unapologetically. Mm, I love yeah. it. <laughs> I know that is deep. I like it. I like it. So thank you for coming on again and honored for having you. I'm definitely going to check out your books. Um, yes. And everyone, make sure you come check out our apparel at www.uncommonwomen.net. As well, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, our YouTube channel at Uncommon Women Podcast. Like and subscribe. Also, you have to come check me out on Instagram, April 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. I will be having a, a mother come on um, talking about her son that has autism and it's a great testimony as well as I am still looking for someone to come on for May for an awareness on lupus and mental health. Make sure if you or know someone that would like to come on to educate or advocate for an awareness, uh, make sure you come and email me at uncommon3women at gmail.com. And then next Thursday, make sure you come and check us out. We have a, an amazing uh, woman to come um, to come on and just speak on her story and at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern and stay uncommon. Bye. Thank you.